Philadelphia Eagles get it done, man. Talk about a tale of two halves of football. The Eagles take down the Giants in week 16 by a final score of 34 to 10. Uh, this first half of the game was probably one of the most miserable things I've ever seen, but somehow the Eagles just turn it around and they just put the spark on. They just literally explode for 34 unanswered points. Um, and they dominate the New York Giants, who, let's be honest, are probably the worst team in the league. I said it last week. Um, I'll say it again. They are the worst team I've seen in the NFL this year. They have nothing. They really have no future. They have no they, – they announced that they were bringing back their coach today and their quarterback. Um, they're just not good. They're just not a good franchise. And the Eagles took advantage of them. They dominate them, but it was a tough first half Anyway, the Eagles get it done. They moved to eight and seven on the season and now have a very, very good chance for the playoffs because Minnesota uh, falls to the L.A. Rams. They now move to seven and eight. So technically, the Eagles are in the last wild card spot right now. They are tied with San Francisco for the second to last wild card spot. And the Saints don't play until tomorrow. But the New Orleans Saints, I think they signed two quarterbacks off the street. So. Isn't there's no guarantee that they're going to win, but um, welcome on in Eagles post game live. Eagles take down the Giants in a handily fashion, man. Um, this has really been the characteristic of this football team the entire year. They can come out and look absolutely terrible. You come out, you're wondering in this game, like, what are we doing? Like, this was the worst first half. This was even worse than the, the first half against the Giants last time. That was probably this was probably the worst first half I've seen. We we couldn't score a lick. I mean, where Jalen Hurts missed Dallas Goddard wide open, even worse than he missed him wide open last time against the Giants. And we, you know, we come out throwing the ball. You come out throw, throw, throw in the first possession. This is literally the team that we played last time who has the 26th ranked run defense. And you come out throwing the ball. It makes no sense. You got Miles Sanders. Jordan Howard, you didn't even loot uh use. Until the last couple minutes of the first half, Austin Scott nowhere to be found. But um, you know, and Jake Elliott misses a field goal. Things were just not working. Did not feel like our day. But then the second half rolls around. The Giants, like I said, are a travesty, and the Eagles step it up. What do they do? They they rely on the throw. But Jalen Hurts starts to make some plays. Um, he brings out that gene. Like I said, Jalen Hurts is. I, I don't even know. I don't know about Jalen Hurts. I really don't because he can look so terrible and then turn around and make a lot of big plays. Then you got guys like Miles Sanders coming out. He had seven carries in the first half. He gets injured. And, and what do the Eagles do? They don't use really Jordan Howard that much. Uh, Scott, Scott had 12 carries. 
I don't know why Jordan Howard just was not in the game plan today, but that's a different story uh, for another time. And, and yeah, I mean, Devontae Smith makes big plays. Uh, Quez Watkins make, makes a nice catch downfield. You know, that, that touchdown catch by Devontae Smith, the toe tap and the drag, that was a work of art. That was a work of art. Man. Damn, bro. PR is useless until multiplayer. Let me turn this ad off. I don't know why that popped up. Um, but, yeah, man, Devontae Smith, that beautiful touchdown catch, right? We go down. We we finally um, force turnovers. There's, I mean, the Giants, again, they're just terrible. Uh, they throw in right into Rodney McLeod's breadbasket in the early second half. That helped turn the momentum. And, and, yeah, I mean, we ended up picking them off a couple times. Alex Singleton ends up running one back. There was just no looking back. But my point being here is that when you think about the Philadelphia Eagles, you just don't know what you're going to get. For example, on the other side of the ball, the defense played really good today. Now they were going up against a bad offense in the Giants, probably the worst in the league. Like, how do you fire Jason Garrett and get worse? <laughs> how do you fire Jason Garrett and get worse? But anyway, the Eagles defense, they showed up and showed out all game. They're bringing pressure. They're this kid, Jake Fromm, who I, I liked in college. I didn't think he would really translate, you know, into an insane NBA or, uh, NFL starter. But, I mean, he was okay in college. He comes and finally gets a chance, and he looked absolutely terrible because the Giants have nothing, and he just is not that good. And then they had – the Giants are so bad, they had to literally alternate between their third-string and second-string quarterbacks. That's how bad this game was for them. Mike Glennon, okay, he was, what, 17 for 27 with 93 yards. I mean, it, it was just bad. But the Eagles brought pressure the entire game. Jonathan Gannon – he loves to do this against subpar quarterbacks. He just comes out and attacks them, and he he attacks them and brings men up and shows different things on defense. And my question is, why can't he do this against a better quarterback? I get it. He's scared to death, but come on, man. Come on. We have some talented guys up front, Fletch, Hargrave, Barnett. Of course, he had a penalty today, but Josh Sweat getting things done. Um, But, yeah, man, the defense was great today. In terms of the offense, they were absolutely abysmal in the first half. They come out in the second half, put up 31 points in a blink of an eye. Honestly, could have been more if we, we you know, we kind of let up a little bit because the Giants were just terrible. But I'm still going to question, you know, in, in terms of our game plan, like why we did not come out and pound the ball. I, I don't understand that. I will not understand it. Um, Yeah, there, there's just no excuse for that. But anyway... Uh, the Eagles get it done. All I care about is the fact that we won this game. We won it handily. The Giants stink. And, you know, the Eagles have a really good shot to make the playoffs. And and I will I will end off my little soliloquy here with this. Um, if the Philadelphia Eagles get into the playoffs, they are going to be a scary team. And here's what I mean by scary. Not the favorite in a game. Not the most dominant team. But there's something about this Eagles team where they can flip the switch like that. They can just flip the switch. And if I'm a top team and we're a big favorite against the Eagles, I don't want to play the team. Why? Because this Eagles team can literally come out of nowhere and run for 100 yards in a quarter. They can come out and just make a couple big plays and get going. And if I'm a, a top seed, I don't want to play the Eagles because, you know, it, it, you just don't know what you're going to get. Now, that's also scary from our perspective because we could come out in a playoff game and make a fool out of ourselves like we did in the first half today, and then we're going home. Or we can come out, rush for 220 yards because, 
by the way, we have the best rushing attack in NFL history at this point this season. Even today, Miles Sanders went out after the first half. Hopefully he's okay. I get that's the knock on Miles Sanders. You know I'm a big supporter of Miles. I want us to keep feeding that guy. Now, you know, a, a lot could argue that the reason he got hurt is because he was getting too many touches and Boston Scott and Jordan Howard were not in the game plan. Giant killer Boston Scott comes right in for a touchdown. But anyway, I'm not going to say that's, you know, the correlation or anything like that. But hopefully Miles Sanders can be healthy. We need him on the field. And it sucks that he does go out every game. It sucks. It really does. Um, but yeah, man, Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, Jordan Howard, like these guys, Jalen Hurts, he didn't even run that much today. Uh, but the the Eagles have one of the, the historic NFL running games this season. And you can, with a running game like that, with a ground game like that, you can literally win against any team. You can. And I think that's why the Eagles are going to be a bit of a threat if they make the playoffs. Now, again, the Vikings drop one to the Rams, and I've been calling this as it plays out. The Vikings drop to the Rams. The Falcons and Panthers are, I mean, the Falcons, they're, I guess, kind of in it, but I don't think they're going to make anything. The Panthers are out. The Saints are on like their fifth string quarterback at this point. They're not really that good of a team. So it comes down to the Niners, the Eagles, and the Vikings, and Washington. But, you know, we are, like I, I said a couple of weeks ago, we are going to put Washington out next week ourselves because they're just, they're not good. They're not good. Um, But, yeah, it's coming down to these three, and the Vikings fall today. They're 7-8. and eight. The Eagles and the Niners seem to be the teams that can get it done. But the Eagles have to take care of business. They must defeat Washington next week. I don't I don't want any excuses. They need to go out there and absolutely stomp on their necks. Send them home. They're shorthanded. They stink. They stink. Um and then we got the Cowboys in week 17 or week 18 now. Um yeah, we got the Cowboys and who knows because as we're looking at the playoff picture how it shapes up, Dallas is currently sitting in the 2 seed, I believe. Now would Dallas think about resting their guys in week 18 or would they end up playing us because they can all also kind of choose their own destiny. Now they play Washington today. If they win that game, they are clinching the NFC East. So they can kind of determine who they want to play in the playoffs. And if it comes down to it, if I, if I'm an Eagles fan, I'll be honest. I want to play Dallas instead of Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I don't want to, but now there's other complications because the Cardinals have lost what four straight, and, you know, now the Rams are, are taking over that division. So there's a lot going on. But let me tell you something, man. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, would they really rest against the Eagles in, in week 18? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> all I'm saying is it's the Eagles have a shot here. And I, look, I'm not going to jinx anything. We got to come out and take care of business. I don't want to over, overreact. But the Eagles are the team that if we get to the playoffs, will not want to be seen by anybody because, again, we can just turn it on like that. We can. It, it, it happened today. I was infuriated with this team. Jalen Hurts couldn't hit a throw. He looked like a deer in headlights. It was like, what are you doing? You're throwing a terrible interception right into the defender's hands. And then he comes out and he makes plays. This is I've literally called this the entire season. And if you're asking me if Jalen Hurts is the guy going forward, I still don't know. I, I want to lean towards the side of no. Because he's very inconsistent, but when he does turn it on, he's he he's got it. But it's it's a game to game thing, you know. It, one week 
one half, one quarter, we're, we're all on the guy, and then the next quarter, it's like, what are we doing here? So I don't know, man. I don't know. But what I do believe in is this Eagles rushing attack, and they are dominant. Going to be interesting, man. But again, the Eagles take down the Giants 34-10, to 10, move to 8-7. and seven. We've now won, I believe, four out of our last five or five out of our last six. Um, you know, Nick Sirianni has adjusted. He's adjusted um, to this point in the season. And the crazy thing on my mind is that if the Eagles had just run the ball the first seven weeks of the season, like we have a historic running back room here. Like imagine if we had ran the ball the first seven weeks. We probably have 11 wins. That's like this team has talent on it. They just have to be put in the right situations. So anyway, big win. I'm glad because, again, it felt like a game where this was going to go down to like the last couple minutes. It just didn't feel right. Weird vibe to it. But the Eagles stepped up. They got it done, man. Shout out to everybody in the chat, guys. Hit the like button. Subscribe if you're in here. Give me some thoughts on this game, man. What's going on, everybody in the chat? Um. Master Gaming, what's up, man? Philly Jackson, what's going on? Nick, what's up? LeBron, what up? Chris, Sean says, Judge is back. Great news for us next year. That's what I'm saying. If you're, I'm sure we're not going to see any Giants fans here, even though last time, you know, they came out and they they were swarming, you know, and, and last year, Giants fans were mad at us. You know, do you know how sweet it was watching Devontae Smith, who, by the way, Devontae Smith is a solidified number one wide receiver. And it is it's very calming to be able to say that for once. And, and just the things he does consistently. Now, we got to get him more involved in the game plan. But when we do, like we did today, you know, we hit him on a deep throw downfield. By the way, it was a bad throw by Hertz. Devontae makes a great read, comes back, and hawks it in. And then Devontae with that catch in the end zone, which, by the way, was probably the weirdest thing I've ever seen. They, they call it an incomplete because they thought he dropped the ball. So the review was a very, you know, quick review. They thought he dropped it incomplete. And then they review the review because they go back and say, oh, well, he actually had possession. He, it didn't hit the ground. And then they change it to a touchdown. Now, if I was a Giants fan, I would have been pissed off at that. Even though they stink, you know, that that was weird. But it was a touchdown. I, I couldn't believe they actually called it incomplete. And they made the right thing happen. And then Lane Johnson gets a touchdown of all people. Um, and at that point, you knew it was done. Um, and yeah, the, the Giants fans that were complaining and moaning last year about the fact that the Eagles stole away Devontae Smith and, you know, we, we tanked and we didn't give them this and that. Let me tell you something, Giants fans, okay? You are the worst franchise right now in the NFL. You actually remind me of the Eagles from last year because we had expectations, right? The Giants did have some expectations. They thought they were going to go to the playoffs. I thought they were actually going to go to the playoffs, you know, a, a rising head coach and quarterback. And what do they do? They have completely flopped on their heads. The Giants are bad. I, I didn't see any creativity in that team. None. I knew I, I was calling the plays as they were going. I knew what they were going to do. And I'm some civilian, man. Crazy. So at the end of the day, we can come together and celebrate that the Giants stink. The Giants stink. Eyes above with the $2 donation. Thank you, my man. It's his best Christmas gift is an RB video and an Eagles dub. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate you being here. Shout out to all the Eagles fans, other fans in the chat, all the channel members. If you guys uh, were a member and got uh, your membership taken away, be sure to rejoin so you don't lose your loyalty badge. Had to reset the memberships. Um, 
but thank you eyes above i really appreciate that we are going uh we're going to listen to nick's press conference let me know in the chat if it uh if it comes on i'm gonna hold on actually let me see if i can do this um give me one second here All right, cool, cool. So we got it up here. We will be able to see when Nick comes on here. Um, and, and you know what? Uh, a big F you to the NFL as well. You know why? Because the Philadelphia Eagles, they had to play this game on four days of rest. All right, our head coach was in protocols until yesterday. We didn't even know if he was going to coach. He's been virtual all week. So the fact that the NFL tried to screw the Philadelphia Eagles and we came out and said, Screw you. We took down Washington and we took down the Giants. You got to love it. You got to love it, man. So uh, I'm I'm really happy about that. But that's just that's pretty much my take on this game. I you know, I, I didn't see a lot of like creativity from the Eagles, but eventually we woke up and I, I still don't understand why we put the ball into Hertz's hands this game. But, you know, I, I don't know, man, we, we got to use the, the rushing attack when we can. We got to get Howard involved. We we need that dynamic duo back of Howard and Sanders. Here's Nick, by the way, at the podium. Let's listen in. So you kind of come up with a, a specialized name in Lane's from East Texas, and that's what we call it. Devontae he said it was a play a... that uh, he had been talking about uh, during the game, Lane. Uh, did you hear that, and did you go with that? Because I'm sorry. Say that one more time. Devontae said that Lane had been talking about being open and running that play throughout the game. Is that true? Is he- well, Lane wasn't eligible until that very play. So Lane couldn't have been open. I don't know. I, I don't know what Devontae is thinking right there. Um, so, But um, we had a lot of confidence in the play because of the way we, we practiced this week. Uh, and, you know, just confidence in Lane that, I mean, Lane's a phenomenal football player. Um, you know, I, I don't agree that he's not in the Pro Bowl. I think that, I think that you, you got a chance to have a guy who's going to be a first or second team all pro and not in the Pro Bowl. And so it was great to be able to get him a touchdown. Uh, you know, he just deserves so much credit, I, so much more credit than he's getting. This this guy is just – I've never been in around an offensive tackle that has as talented as this guy is. Like, he could play tight end if he wanted. You should see him throw the football. This guy is so immensely talented. Um, I just got so much respect for him. And it was nice it's, – it's always great when you can reward guys that don't get in the end zone with a touchdown like that. And so – I think it was his first touchdown since uh, since high school. I'm sure he scored a lot of them in high school because the guy's just a stud, and and just so happy that he's anchoring our you know he's anchoring our offensive line, and and look forward to the accolades that he's going to get because he deserves them. How long have you been repping that play? Has that been in for a while? Uh, that's not a play that can be in each week. We've had it in the plan before um, when it when it fits. Uh, again, it doesn't fit against every team and every system, so. Uh, it, it's been in the plan before. So they still better ask him why we didn't run the ball in the first half. I still want to know. Howard got no carry. I want to know. Players, you know, the detail of how the coaches installed the play, and then obviously the detail of the way the players uh, executed the play, um, you know, being able to accomplish that in, in, a, in a short week. Do you feel like the short turnaround in your absence this week affected? Uh, I don't. I don't. We, I, I, you know what? Our defense played an outstanding game. We all know that how how they came out and they were they were hitting them right from the beginning. Obviously, you never want to start a, a game on special teams by by putting the ball on the ground right to right to start. JJ was there to get the fumble recovery, but you don't want to do that. Oh yeah, how about Jalen Rager? Okay, Jalen Rager making a making a couple nice returns finally. Miles Sanders said not to boo. The Eagles fans were out there cheering. Now, we did boo him a couple of times, just, just to be fair, you know, but 
Rager out here with a huge return. Even though a couple times we got those returns and we set up and didn't really convert them. Um, how about Jalen Rager? You know, maybe any kind of, of momentum boost. It's good, man. It's good. Um, you know, we definitely weren't executing the way we need to execute. But I, I got so much respect for that defensive coordinator and those de that defense that we just played today. I think that's a really, really outstanding defense. That's a Stop great it, defensive Nick. line. That's a uh, Coach Graham, I think, is just a really good coordinator that I, I've had a lot of respect for for a lot of years now. Um, so Giants are the worst again, team I've ever seen. Anytime you start off that way and you only score three points in the first half, it's always going to be, you know, we didn't coach well enough for sure. Um, we didn't play well enough. But hats off to them because that, that's a good defense. So it, it's a combination all three. Uh, but um, it, I don't I don't put anything into the short week. This team's handled adversity all year, you know, um, through different things. And and that's just a, that's just what you have to do in the NFL. You have to handle adversity, and because it rarely is going to go the the way you think it's going to go, just perfectly smooth the whole time. And and our our teams handle adversity, and I think that has a lot to do with who our who our leaders are on this team and our captains. Uh, you know, with Jason Kelsey and and Fletcher Cox and Rodney McLeod, Jalen Hurts, uh, Alex Singleton, Brandon Graham. Uh, those guys lead the way, and, and uh, you know, so just a lot of credit to those our, our leators on this team. Dobbins scored 24 straight points coming out of halftime. What was said to the offense and the team when you guys were back in, in the locker room? Uh, you know, just that hey, good teams win games however they need to win games. Uh, you know, if we have to grind this out and be grimy, and I, I, I still, I know we won the game in, in profound right. fashion in the second half. Why did we, again, against a 26 ranked defense, um, and, and why did we come out throwing the ball so much and we stayed and, uh, with it? Did a good job of, you don't uh, want to get Jalen Hurt, man. And just, no pun intended. And they just, they did exactly that. They forgot the first half and they, and they executed in the second half. Why was, why was Jalen so much better in the second half? Uh, again, it was just – I think that's a combination of just how our entire offense played. Uh, he definitely missed some throws in the first half that he's going to want back. And uh, um, I thought he went to the right place with the ball. I know there's a question about uh, – you know, Bob prepped me for a question about a red zone play um, that we threw to Quez over the middle. Guys, you just – when there's guys breaking this way and breaking that way – We ended up throwing it 29 times and running 30. But that's just because of garbage time, man. We can without giving anything away. I think it was 17 to seven passes to runs in the first half. So our alert was to Dallas versus a certain coverage. It wasn't that coverage. So now, you know, we read shallow to, to angle and, and that's what he read. So his eyes aren't there. So I, I'm not one bit concerned. Like when you give a quarterback and you, and you say to him, it, you know, when you, you know, their reads as a, as a, as a coach, you, you don't ever get on him when he misses something like that because it's not a miss. His eyes went here to here, and Dallas is only a pre-snap read. There's no – we don't know. Jalen doesn't know that they're going to – they busted the coverage. Jalen doesn't know at the beginning of that Stop. That Stop making excuses, Nick. Like, they made a mistake. He missed they him were out wide of position open, on that bro. particular play, um, and that was the read. And so, that was so the, I want to make sure – That was the sure biggest miss I've ever that. seen. And so, again, he didn't play his great – this best first half. And and when we play good, when he plays good, the, the offense – That was the worst rolls. miss and I've he, ever he seen. he did just great job bouncing back that second half. Thank God it was – just not having Jalen. We didn't play good as in the skill positions. We didn't play as good as we played on the offense line. We didn't coach as good as we needed to coach. Yeah, he did not um, coach good. In that first half. So, not at all. Uh, but again, just a credit to Jalen to to why didn't you run the ball? Second half. I don't that's get what it. Good teams do. They find teams can't. It can't tonight. be stopped. Nick. Season, okay. But. If the season ended tonight, you guys would be in the playoffs. Obviously, it doesn't. You guys a couple games ago. But what does that say about how far you guys have come? I mean, especially after the start. And 
it's pretty remarkable. Yeah, I think, you know, I think, again, it just speaks to the, the leaders that we have in this team and, and, and the fact that we knew adversity is going to come. That's just the way this league is. Adversity hits, whether it's a two and five start, whether it's a postponement of a game and having to play two games, you know, play a game off a 13 day rest or whatever it was, and then play a game off. Five. I mean, that's what happens in this league. So you try to prepare yourself uh, for adversity and, and be able to handle it. And that's the whole message that we've talked about from, from the beginning of uh, just dog mentality, next play, next play, next play. Jason Kelsey gave a message to the team last night, which was awesome. And his message was press on. Um, what do you guys think about Nick Sirianni in totality and Jalen Hurts? Like, give me some thoughts in the chat, man. Last night, you know, he's just he's just such a great leader, and so it all comes back to the types of guys that we have in that locker room. A ton of credit, obviously, to Howie and his staff of how they've assembled this team. Uh, I said to Howie in there, he, you know, Howie said, you know, great job coming back from a two and five start. I said, Howie, great job. Like, what other first year head coaches are in the position I'm in? We have a great offense and defensive line. Usually, when there's a new new head coach, it's because the offense and defensive line aren't any good. And and so it's just been a great team effort, the great organization that we're a part of. And then it always comes down to these players and the, and the type of leaders that we have. A couple more, please. Kelsey, thing actually is that is that abnormal, or do you have somebody address the team every week? Well, I. I, I, it's been 12 weeks, one through 12 week. I addressed them. They were probably tired of hearing my voice. Uh, so uh, I changed it up and, and that's something I've done in the past. I've been on teams that have done that in the past. Frank's done that. Uh, you know, let your, let your captains hear, uh, you know, talk at the, at the end of the year and get the guys uh, ready to go on Saturday night. Uh, I've always had good experience with that. How big was the interception? By Rodney McLeod, you guys had that pick set up a score. You had a pick six later in the game. I can't game. believe they're not going to ask him. All praise to Jalen and the receivers in the second Damn. half of your defense. Saquon only had 28 yards in this game. Dude, Saquon is – it's unfortunate, man. Before his big payday, like he's not going to get it. By Rodney. Sad truth of running backs, man. Uh, by Jannard Avery just to get pressure on the quarterback in the game that they played up front. Um, and so you get that pressure. He sails the ball high, and Rodney gets a big play. And it was 3-3 three to three at that time, I believe, right? And that was their first drive of the second half. I mean, that's, that was everything, right? I mean, you end up going up seven. The defense feels like they can't – that they're not going to get any more points. And we're like, we're up seven? We ain't freaking losing this game because the way their defense is – the way our defense is playing. And our defense knew that. And we so, had 11 penalties. They played unbelievable. It was it was just again, it was the whole game of the the pressure, the how good they are were in the run game, how good we were, you know, covering and and, and taking away some of the dink and dunks. Um, because that wind was blowing a little bit more than I think people realize out there today. Um, you didn't it didn't look bad like it, it, in certain spots, but you see the flags up at the top, they were they were they were humming. And so just again, just a great job by our defense. And then the pick six. Uh, obviously, that was huge. It put us, it put the game out of reach. We were able to take some guys out after that. And uh, uh, again, just it always starts up front. And just a great job by our defensive line, and then trickled down to everybody. Our last one, touchdown. What was your vantage point on Devontae's touchdown? Of course, you're not going to ask it. Um, I still want to know why we came out with a throwing yeah, mindset I, in this I game. I think they were. They, there might have been. I, I don't know exactly. Sirianni has done a solid job. Team is winning games and showing and, improvement. And yeah, I agree with that. Basically, something happened. It might have went to a. Team Sirianni needed a wake up check happened, earlier. But we all were yelling, back, you know, fire Sirianni, this and that. He's been a lot better. Whatever, whatever Gannon happened, is questionable. Game to game depends who we're going up against. But I'm just glad it counted. I don't know. It felt like a long time. We had to wait for it, but. The rest, I thought the rest did a good job, and, and they were they were communicating with us the entire game. 
uh, again, their job's never easy, and I and I, uh, I value what they do out there. You need to get media credentials so you can ask the tough oh, yeah. questions. Uh, I would love yeah, to. Just, I would love to, really man. Good Working on it on the back line and on the on the sideline all year. You know, and that's first half that's was you bad learn, today, right? Because you don't you only have to have one in in college, right? And so um, he's just been really good and clean with his footwork on the sideline uh, for his first year. I mean, it's just he's a technician, um, and it's just not. And he, the guy loves football and wants to be better at football. And we know that you know a, a guy can go from here to here because of the technique he plays with. And and so Devonte works endless uh, hours to to do that. And he's just and again he had the catch like that last week where he dragged the foot from behind. So great job to Aaron Moorhead uh, of, of drilling that as well. I know he drills that every single day. Uh, and then Devonte obviously playing with great technique. Thanks, guys. All right. That is that. Nick Sirianni, press conference in the books. Let's uh, pull this up real quick. Hold up. Where are we at? Uh, Let's see. Look at this. Look at this conference right here. Eagles sitting at the number seven seed, the second wild card, obviously, this year, uh, an extra team. So, um, yeah, man, I mean, you know, only only the number one, uh, only the number one seed ends up getting a buy now. So, you know, with the Cardinals falling and then the Rams, you know, it's really a race for those, those uh, number two and three seeds. So, yeah, man, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting, but um, I think that some of these teams are going to have, you know, I definitely don't want to go up against Tampa Bay if we make the playoffs. The Rams would also be a tough one. The other teams I think we could battle with. I do. I really do. So, um, and who knows? The Packers could lose. They could fall as well. So, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. But anyway, my takeaway from this game, again, Tail of two halves, Eagles wake up, and you know, we can we can just turn it on at a certain point. We can turn it on at a certain point. So um I'm glad that we got this done. We can't keep going into these bad habits, though. You know, we gotta run the ball. That's our identity. That's what has worked. That's what has helped us really go on this streak. Um, and obviously we didn't get the streak of uh 175 rushing yards for eight games in a row, but who cares? Um yeah, man, we got to get it done. We got to get it done. Like I said, now we pretty much control our destiny. We have to beat Washington, and then we might have to beat Dallas as well. But, um, look, we handle our business. We get to the show, man. You get to the show, you have a chance. You go up against one of these teams. We we can explode at any given time. Who knows? Who knows what could happen, man? But, um, yeah, we'll read a couple comments and then probably bounce out of here. Sixers come on in an hour against the Wizards, so shout out to them. Um, I want some thoughts on Sirianni and Jalen Hurts. You know, I, I still don't know. I still don't know about, uh, about Jalen. I still don't because he, he misses a lot of throws and he, his, his pocket awareness is just really off at times, but then at other times he just picks it up in flow and, and he just looks natural. So I don't know, man. Sean says Tampa's the worst matchup. I agree. I agree. It really is. It really is. It's good to be above 500 again. I thought the Eagles were going to win six games this year, maybe seven, and uh, now they have eight. And if they, again, if they'd ran, ran the ball the first seven weeks, we probably would have like 11 wins, really. 
but hopefully this sets the precedent. And like, like Sean said, Nick Sirianni has shown improvement and growth and you know, I'm happy about that, but we got to use our weapons. We have a lot of weapons in this locker room. We really do. We really do. But yeah, we we dominated this game. I expected us to. It's crazy that Saquon had 32 total yards, man. Crazy. Giants fans, I don't, look, I don't know if, of course, no Giants fans are probably even on YouTube anymore. Like, they must be just pathetically embarrassed, like, to even be fans of that team. Um, but yeah, man, the Giants, the Giants are bad. They they don't really have a future. They're bringing back their head coach who can't even figure anything out. He tried to get rid of Jason Garrett, and now they got worse. Daniel Jones is having neck problems. I mean, it's not looking good for the Giants at all. And the Eagles are out here doing our thing, and I don't know. It's just weird. It's weird that we got 30 points in this game. I, I did not think at halftime that we would even get 17. So again, we can we can throw it on at any time, but that's pretty much my take on it, man. Eagles get the job done. Two weeks now, we control our destiny. Go out here, get the business done. Um, yeah, man. I hope we get to the show. I hope we can get something done. But uh, 34-10 Eagles move to eight and seven, and they take down the stinking New York Giants, the New York baby Giants. Um, yeah, man. A lot, of, a lot of positives in the second half. Uh, a first half to literally throw away in the dumpster. Uh, we got to be better next week for an entire game. But anyway, yeah, Jonah, he's probably crying like a little baby. He probably is, man. He probably is. I, if I was a Giants fan, I don't think I could watch the rest of the season. Like, they are that bad. They are that bad. It's disgusting, man. But anyway, better on better on our part, man. Eagles get it done. Give me your thoughts down in the comments section. Thank you all for being here, man. Hit the like button. Be sure to subscribe. Hit the bell. Check out all the content on the channel, man. And we'll be back next week. Y'all have a good one, man. Peace.